Hi, I'm Jade Hernandez, a camouflage tattoo artist and educator. I help beauty bosses effectively market their business and become the authority in their field, close more leads and make more money. In the past six years, I've launched two successful beauty businesses to multiple six figures with over 100 five-star raving reviews and several media press spotlights. While most marketers will tell you to hustle and work harder for success, I'll show you how to create more value from the inside out so that you work less, make more, and truly expand and transform your business and life. This is the Beauty Expanded Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back. This episode was inspired today from an artist who had reached out to me on Instagram. Super, super sweet. We've been following and supporting each other. She's also another paramedical tattooist. And she's sharing that she's in a place where she really wants to grow her business, but she doesn't really know what to do. And at the same time, she's afraid because she knows that there's more responsibilities and things that she's going to have to do in order to grow her business. And it's what inspired this episode today because the fact is, is that your business can only grow to the level of problems that you're willing to handle. And that's what I actually told her. So for example, if you're in a place in your business right now where you wish you had more followers, you wish you had more engagement, you have more authority in the industry, people DMing you, wanting to book with you, and yet you're afraid of posting a video of yourself out there. If you're afraid of really putting yourself out there, your face, doing videos, then there's no way you're going to be able to grow your business if you're unwilling to handle the problem of your fear of being judged. And that's essentially what that means. And it's something that I learned from a mentor that had a huge mindset shift for me and my business. When I heard it, my mind was blown because it's so true. There's no way the universe is going to send a ton more people to you, a million followers, if you get torn up and upset after one hateful comment. It's essentially telling the universe that I'm not ready for this. I'm not prepared for this. And everything it truly is always working for us, not against us. It may feel like when you're confronted by challenges that things are not going your way or maybe that this isn't meant for you. That's one way of looking at it. Or the other way could be like, this is preparing me for something bigger. This is preparing me for what I want in the future. Because, I don't know, imagine the Kardashians, for example, which I highly respect because they are obviously extremely famous and they have a shit ton of haters as well as people who love them and are inspired by them. And yet they still do their thing and run their businesses and have a ton of success. They would not be where they are today if they weren't able to handle one hater I I don't even know how many followers they have. Let's say like 2.5 million followers. There is no way that if they couldn't handle one hateful comment that they would be able to handle 500,000 people judging them and blasting them on the news and basically critiquing them. There would be no way they could do that if it prevented them from doing what they wanted with one hateful comment. And it's really interesting because One of the things that I've learned through all the mentorships and the coaching that I invest in for my business is a lot of business is really mindset stuff. Yes, you can take more sales training. Yes, you can post more videos and trending audios and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, when it comes to being an entrepreneur, which is what we all are, 
at the end of the day, it's really the mental stuff that's the hardest to overcome. And none of us are immune to fear. And so like this one artist who said that she wants to grow her business, but she's also very aware that that means that there's a lot of other things that that entails and that she's afraid of it. The only advice that I can give her, because I know so many people can relate to her, including myself when I first started, is that fear is one of the worst business advisors that you can have when it comes to your business. And in our studio, I have other artists who run their own business who rent from me. And same thing, I have an esthetician. Her name's Cynthia. She's lovely. I absolutely love her. And I remember she had a challenging case. She had someone come in and she was really timid and afraid, out of good intentions, right, of not messing up this person's skin. I remember her and I were in the break room and she was telling me about what was about to happen. She was so nervous about him coming in. I simply gave her the advice that was given to me, which is your business can only grow to the level of problems that you're willing to handle. If you can handle this and you can explain, manage their expectations, do your best. And if you can handle this, that means that you're going to be able to help so much more people in the future who have the same problem as him. I forget what the skin problem was, but that was the one mindset shift that she needed in order to go into the session and not even feeling 100% confident, but the willingness. So confidence has nothing to do with it because I think through the competence, through the act of overcoming it, do you become more confident? But if you're just waiting for that magical moment of confidence to happen before you take action, it's never going to come. It's through the repetition. It's through the action that actually breeds the confidence. And for her, in her particular case, she went into the session with the willingness. The willingness was key. And that, in turn, ended up being able to help him solve a problem. And he's been one of her best case studies, extremely grateful for her service which has compounded to many more sessions with her. If she had let fear stop her from the very beginning when we were in the break room talking, she would have prevented and stunted the growth of her business. And so when it comes to your business, where are you stopping yourself? Where are you limiting yourself? Because as entrepreneurs, the one breeding characteristic of our makeup is that the most successful entrepreneurs are often the most resourceful. We're the ones that can see solutions. We're the ones that can see problems. And we're the ones that start our business because we have a passion to solve that problem, to help improve the lives of others. That's why we start our own business. And if you find yourself saying no and limiting yourself before you even begin, you're going to have a really, really hard and challenging journey in starting and growing your business. Another example that I can think about is in our trainings. We have our students work on two live models before they complete their training program with us. On one of those days, we provide the model, but on the last day of their training, we always strongly encourage that our artists provide their own model and the reason why is because in camouflage tattooing, it will take them longer to build up their portfolio because we're working on compromised skin and compromised skin tends to take longer to heal. So unlike a brow artist, for example, or even a body sculptor or S&P artist, when they leave the studio, often their stretch marks and scars will look worse before they look better. And so it takes a while to build up your portfolio. So what we try to do is help encourage this like safety blanket for our artists by encouraging them to provide their last model of the day. So their last day of training with us. So that way they feel more comfortable working on that model with our guidance and our supervision and years of experience, but also be able to jumpstart their portfolio because it kind of ensures that their model is going to be okay. They're going to heal great. 
because we're doing it in a controlled setting. They're working on the model at our studio. They have all the equipment there and they also have the guidance, right? of us being there to pivot or troubleshoot or to help strategize what best modality would work on that particular scar or stretch mark. So that's why we strongly encourage our artists to provide their own model for the last day of their training. But it's really interesting and a little disheartening if I'm going to be completely honest with you guys because a lot of our artists still travel in to train with us and that's great. But it's really interesting to start seeing how quickly We limit ourselves because most artists will tell me because they're traveling, right? So they're thinking that logically that they won't be able to provide a model because they're out of state and they don't know anyone in Arizona. And it really shows me how limited and unresourceful they are even before they begin their business. And the reason why is because location has nothing to do with it. We still have 60% of our clientele fly into Arizona to get camouflaged by us. So that's just proof that location doesn't matter if you do good work because people are willing to do whatever it is that they need to do in order to be serviced by us. One, they trust us. And then we also have had artists, so I can think of a med spa that we worked with in Colorado, and they had two technicians come out to Arizona to train with us. And they're from Colorado and we're in Arizona. Same thing. We encouraged them to provide their own models. What they did is they were resourceful. They took it upon themselves to create an ad that they were looking for models for this stretch market scar camouflage training and that it would be in Arizona. Let me tell you guys, they had 100 leads come in knowing that this training was going to be in Arizona and that the model was going to have to pay for their own expenses, traveling expenses to come out to Arizona in exchange for getting camouflage for free, including their touch-up session back in Colorado once they healed. To me, that's a great deal. They had over 50 people interested in taking up on that opportunity because they saw it as an opportunity and not a problem. And so that just proves that what worked for them can also work for you. But instead, we get a ton of people who immediately revert to their limitations of thinking that they can't do this. And this is the hard, cold truth that if you can't find models for free, how are you going to find clients who want to pay? So this is the cold, hard truth is anytime I hear an artist tell me immediately without even putting any effort into trying to find models because they immediately revert to their limitations, which is the logical way of thinking, which is I'm out of state. I don't know anyone in Arizona. Instead of being resourceful, which is going to be the number one characteristic trait of what makes an entrepreneur successful in this industry. The thing that I question and ask is if you can't find models for free, how do you expect to find paying clients. Seriously, if you can't find anyone to get this done for free, what challenges are you going to have to face when you start asking people to pay you for this? When you start asking for people to pay to do this? I actually wrote this in an email today with a potential artist who wants to train with us. I could tell she made zero effort in trying to find a model when I told her that we encouraged them to bring their own model on the last day. Her immediate response was, well, I live in Seattle. I don't know anyone in Arizona. You're going to have to find a model for me, blah, 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 blah. And I just simply responded, that's fine because we can, we get it. There's circumstances where we are going to have to provide a second model for our students. But it is also a very, very valid question for you to think about 
when you put zero effort into it because what it tells me is that you may not have what it takes to be business owner in this industry if you can't find someone who's willing to have this done for free because that's a problem right and if you're unwilling to handle that problem be resourceful put effort into it time and energy then how do you expect your business to grow if the first roadblock is that as one of my mentors used to always say our external world is always a reflection of what's going on internally. If you look at your bank account and it's not where you want it to be, that's a reflection of something that you're blocking or that maybe you're not fully aware of or that maybe you're letting fear advise you on because it's not showing up externally. And so same thing, back to our first example, if you're complaining because no one's booking with you and no one knows you and no one's DMing you and your following isn't growing and yet you're unwilling to put your yourself out there and to show the world who you are and what you do. I'm not talking about your logo. I'm talking about your face. If you're unwilling to put yourself out there and it's always in regards to fear, right? Because I'm afraid of what people are going to think or because a lack of self-esteem and self-love because I don't think I look good or I don't think I sound good. Regardless, those are all excuses. So what it's showing is that whatever happening internally that's preventing you from putting your face out there, your voice out there is a result of your external world. It's going to show you why you don't have what you do. And that's the thing about personal development and coaching and mentorship is you invest in these things to show you your blind spots. And our blind spots are not always the easiest things to digest, to be aware of, or to admit. And this episode is to show you guys that when you step into the entrepreneurial world, it is going to challenge every little thing about you in the best and worst of ways. Because in the moment, it's going to feel really shitty. It's going to feel really scary at times. It's going to feel frustrating. You're going to want to quit. And at the same time, it can also be very rewarding for both you and your clients. It can give you everything that you want if you're willing to put the work in. And the work in is not always hustle and grind. A lot of the work is the mental shifts that you need to overcome in order for you to grow. Are you being resourceful? Are there examples of people who have done it? Because if there is, it means that it's possible for you too. Today is a shorter episode, but it's so important. And I just really wanted to hop on here real quick and share that with you guys because lately I feel like the universe has been sending me people messaging me, which I love for advice and inspiration. And I can see the mental blocks that they're facing. And it's interesting because we always think it's something more that we have to do. Whereas maybe it's something that you have to learn how to let go of so that more can come in. Let go of that fear. Let go of those excuses. Until next time, I'll see you guys soon. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'd love to connect and help you more. If you have a question you'd like for me to answer, please send it to jade at studioconceal.com. That's J-A-Y-D at studioconceal.com. And I might highlight it on my podcast. I find what's often personal is most general. So if this episode helped you, please share it with a friend who may need the encouragement and inspiration. I'll catch you on the next one.